You're listening to Potty Mouth Radio, the home of movies, music, television, and comedy. And now, the hunt for the perfect album. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome back to the hunt for the perfect album. How you doing, mate? I'm good. That's good. I'm I'm a little bit uh, anxious. I'm anxious about this one. Um, we we don't you know really talk to each other about the music before recording, uh, but you've kind of teased me a little bit uh, in the lead up to this, letting me know that maybe you didn't like this album. I so didn't mean to tease you. <laughs> Look, we're not always going to like everything we give each other. It's this is a part of about. 100%. Discovering new things, learning new stuff. Hundred percent. It's not always going to hit. Um, so I hope we will always be friends. We're always going to be friends, mate. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, courting strong by a band called Martha. Yes. Um, now, look, I, I should preface this by saying I, I'm. I like punk. Yeah, I like kind of garage. Some of my favorite bands are like the Ramones, and yep. you know, I used to listen to like the Descendants, and who are much Black heavier Flag punk, and, much heavier punk than know, this. It doesn't yeah. need to be polished, yeah, for me to like it. But I'm not generally a huge fan of the DIY movement. The the yeah, what what sounds like kind of schoolyard band like a. a um, and when I started playing this, it kind of, that's the sort of sense I got is it kind of feels a bit like someone's student band. Yeah. Right. Um, um, and that, yeah, that's kind of the sense I got. I listened to it a second time. Um, cause I know that you're a big fan and I wanted to kind of give it a go. And on the second listen, I fucking loved it. It's really good. Oh, right. <laughs> It had me going there, mate. <laughs> now I actually don't know. Which, now I actually like now I actually don't know which side is serious. Like I don't um, know whether you liked or hated this. No, I, d- I did like it. it, okay. I, it yeah. I, everything I said is true. It 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 sounds like a student band. They sound like they're about fucking fourteen. Yeah, which they I, might be. I know. This I think is the difference, the and I, I know exactly what you're saying. And I listen to a lot of. DIY and this is this might shock you this is one of the more polished bands that I listen yeah. to this to me is in that and I can't remember how I came across Martha like I said with uh, Guppy by Charlie Bliss I find a lot of music by scrolling related artists on Spotify yep. which 100% is how I found these guys I can't remember I may have actually found them through the Charlie Bliss related artists I suspect it was I find probably, that hard to believe I suspect it was probably someone more like Tullycraft I don't know if you're familiar don't know with them, but Reminded me a lot of the Zit Remedy from Degrassi <laughs> Junior High. <laughs> could have been could have been Shonen Knife, who are a Japanese band that I'm a fan of. This is one of the more polished ones. I think for me what makes Martha what makes me love them and this album as much as I do. I think their songwriting is much stronger than you get from a lot of other DIY bands. It's very like, I think it's very production... evocative. Like the, this to me, and I know they're from Durham, I I assume because this is from like a decade ago yeah and it's their first album they're the newer probably teenagers is a lot better yes 
But I think um, that even back here, those guitar hooks are fucking well written. I think well, the songs that, are very well written. Yeah. The lyrics are really good and really evocative. Yeah. But I, and I think what I, I actually like this about them, which I didn't think I would. The first listen, I was kind of going mm, until about track three. Yeah. I did. I I once I got to track three on the first listen, I was I was enjoying it. I just okay. thought, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this one. Um, but it it. it the the lyrics, the obviously the the voices themselves. Oh. It feels like a student band. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a look. I'm unapologetically a big fan of Glee. Okay. I loved. Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't expect to hear Glee come up on this episode. <laughs> it's it, there's not a huge. Just the the, the whole the high school is making music. Um, yeah, as I said, Degrassi Junior High, that was my jam back in the very back in the nineties and, and their band The Zit Remedy. Big fan. Um I love shows and, and movies about up up and coming bands. So I kinda like the sense that I got from this. It feels like a student band that's come together in high school and they're just doing their thing. Yeah. But they're really good at it. Because yeah. the lyrics so they're talking about School. They're talking about their GCSEs. Yeah. They're talking yeah. about uh, one line, and and you know I love lines of, of lyrics that pop out at me. You lost your lucky purple lighter on the bus to yeah to Brighton. I think Brighton. It is. Yeah, I yeah. was like that. That jumped out. It was like oh, oh what a fucking great line. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed all of the, the this album. Okay. Um, some songs I, I don't think I didn't jump out at me as much as others, but by and large, I really enjoyed it. And when it first started, I didn't think I would. So there you go. Nice, nice. Okay. So you said that uh, it wasn't really until track three on your first listen that you started enjoying. On it. my first listen, weirdly, uh, track one and two are two of my favourites now. I was going to say because track two. Um, 1997 passing in that's, the hallway that's is the, one the, of my favourites. That's the most school high school yeah, all of it, them. It is. It that's is. That's the one where they actually talk about when, boring. I mean, school is taught yeah. early. Boring. Ayla was singing along with that this <laughs> yeah, afternoon in the car. Nice, nice. Well, this and is the, one of those bands for me where I can't and help the accents, sing along. The whole yeah. album feels like I'm watching Grange Hill or something. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. You Especially, know. I mean. <laughs> jumping ahead well i'll go through the tracks one by one but i'm jumping ahead but one of the ones that just jumped out and made me want to hug it was bubble in my blood stream bubble, yeah <laughs> yep yeah one of the first this songs i heard was uh, voice going it's a bubble, bubble in my, in my blood stream yeah <laughs>
one of the first songs that I heard from this band was I Miss You and I'm Lonely. <laughs> I Miss You and I'm Lonely. <laughs> I love to write it out phonetically. I'll sometimes just message Noosk, I Miss You, I'm Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I, the first time I listened to that, I thought it was I Miss You and I'm Horny. And I thought, that's not appropriate for high school as well. Then again. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's go through track by track. Then. So, Cosmic Misery, which is the it didn't grab me initially because, it, I mean, there was an adjustment period of of it's interesting accents. I re-listened to the childish album voices. Today. I think that Cosmic Misery is probably their most polished song on the album. It's the one that to it's, me it's, it's, is it's the very most good. It's one of my favorites punk. now. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, I I was I was still getting used to the because the other weird thing and I did read this, they don't have a lead vocalist. Oh they yeah, they all randomly sing. assign oh, yeah, yeah. vocals to whatever hear, member of the band wants to fucking do it. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I can't handle this chaos. Pick a fucking role and within some, the group. Sometimes that really works. Like, there's a particular song later on where it switches between male and female, and they actually use those I perspectives will get to that as well. Yeah, because I had one of my old man brain moments where I went, this reminds me of something and it took me about four days to fucking realise what it was. Um, so yeah, Cosmic Misery, I, I very much enjoyed. Nineteen ninety-seven, passing in the hallway, as we mentioned, very enjoyable. Yeah, it's literally kids singing about how school sucks, which yeah. is awesome, and yeah. everyone can relate to that. <laughs> um, present tense is one of my favourites. Okay, yeah, um, I very, very, very much enjoyed that. Um, and then. Uh, What's after that? Dust, uh, juice, probably. bones, and hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which um, is one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I really like the lyrics of that. That's yeah. the one that goes through, I'm made of water. Yeah, and, I'm, most, and I'm, made I'm mostly of this bones, and I'm, I'm mostly yeah. water, I'm mostly air. Yeah. 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 No, very, very good lyrics. Really, yeah. really like it. I'm mostly bones. I'm mostly liquid. I'm mostly Yeah. Which is one of my favourites. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> that chipmunk voice is just... Not only does it sound like a kid, it sounds like a fucking nine-year-old kid. Um, <laughs> Ayla tried to look up how old they were because we were listening to it again this afternoon in the car. And she's yeah. like, they sound like children. And she's Googling it. And they're, obviously, they're too, they're too obscure mean, to actually I, have Wikipedia well, pages. Yeah, they, yeah, and I do... I listen to a lot of young musicians these would probably be some of the youngest but again yeah so this album was 2015 i think they've since released two more full length albums and i would i was really torn between what album to give you i actually think their second album um blisters in the pit of my heart is great oh it's fucking fantastic and their songwriting really elevates there i think i think that's a stronger album but i wanted to give you this one because i think this is a good introduction to Martha and I'll but, definitely I'll, I'll definitely check out their other stuff. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, as with Charlie Bliss, I'm intrigued enough to want to hear more. Charlie Bliss, I won't because you told me not to, but this, <laughs> these guys, I'll, I'll go and check out the other stuff. Yeah. Um, the move only to Durham reason, and never leave. The I, only reason not to listen to more Charlie Bliss is because their style changes so drastically that I, I want to give you that next yeah, album and yeah, hear yeah, your reaction. Said, Whereas yeah, yeah. with Martha, stylistically, they're pretty set. So go yep. ahead and listen to the rest of their stuff. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of like really early, early Jebediah or something, where it's kind yeah, of rough around the that. edges, and yeah. you kind of can just envisage these guys. They've rolled up the garage door <laughs> and yep. just doing their thing. Yeah. Um, so moved to Durham and Level Eve. Uh, I really, really, really liked. That's probably their most punk song. It's their least kind of pop punk and their most kind of direct. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can see that. Up until this point, my favourite song was the next one, Gin and Listerine. Yeah, okay. Um, probably because it felt the least like kids. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, who, whoever took over vocals on this one, I think their voice had almost broken. <laughs> um, but A, I thought the title was fucking great. Reminded yeah. me of... It's kind of like Gin and Juice, but... Working yeah, class. Yeah. <laughs> Fragments of a memory Outline for posterity Tears and arguments Something to do with a missing bag of diet pills And super glue he waits Outside the office cause he doesn't have ID And as I recall this evening ends badly Talked in gin and Listerine Still listening to me. It was a long time. I do their lyrics are so evocative. That one of my favorite lines in any song is I'm jumping ahead here, but I miss you, I'm lonely, I think is for me one of the best songs on the album. That line about, you know, I, I spent a, a dirty weekend practicing my French, you know, when <laughs> I when I asked you and Frank over for a monsoon when I meant menage a trois. <laughs> You laugh so hard, you cracked your chin against the bar. Like, I love that line. I think there's such there's, strong writers for such yeah, young people. Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, then we get to probably my favourite, I think. You've, you've said that several times. You've said, you've called several songs your favourite. This I, is good. No, I've said that you one of my favourite. I think so worried. <laughs> I think Sleeping Beauty is probably my favourite. Okay. Um, yeah. I th- a, I think, is this the title, or as close as they have to a title track? Is this the one that actually says Courting Strong uh, in the... No, the one that says Courting Strong, I believe, is actually Gin and Listerine from memory. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my other favourite. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, 
this one I really I, I love the counterpoint vocals yep and this is the one that I reminded me very strongly of something else which I don't have queued up so I can't play it but maybe you'll be you can go away and listen to it and tell me what you think later yeah um a lot of songs that I came to love as sort of one hit wonder type things in the 90s were things that were used in ads yeah um quite often apple ads um <laughs> and i believe it was one of the early ipod nano ads when they released a whole range of different colored so the tall skinny yeah, ipod yep. nanos yep. they had a whole range of colors for the first time they weren't all white and they had an ad that was like each of them in a row and they were dripping <laughs> colors down the screen it looked yeah. fucking incredible yep. And they had a track by a band called Chairlift, Chairlift called okay. Bruises. Okay, I don't. You won't know it, it. Yeah. if you didn't go away and Google it after seeing the ad, like I did, to go, "What the fuck was this cool song?" Um, and find chat groups that were just about songs used in Apple ads. You, you wouldn't know it because it's so obscure. Okay, but go away and listen to that, <clears throat> and then go and listen to Sleeping Beauty. It's got the same male-female counterpoint. There's yeah. a very similar melodic through line. Um, it's it's not punk. It's not, you know, genre-wise it's different. But unlike the Happy Land thing for Charlie Bliss, <laughs> I reckon you'll get this one. Okay, I'll, I'll check um, it out. I'll put it in the, in the show when I edit. <laughs> only do that if it's really apparent that they're similar because I'm sick of feeling stupid for these brain farts. Um but yeah, I, I I do think Sleeping Beauty is my favourite on the album. Yeah. And I'm going to take another 24 hours, listen to the album a few more times um, before I pick the one that's going in the vault for the playlist. Yep. But at the moment, it's Sleeping Beauty. I do like 67, I Miss You, I'm Lonely. Yep. Um, don't feel bad. Um, if I had to pick one that's my least favourite, it's probably So Sad, So Sad. Yeah, okay. I was just going to ask you about that. Obviously, it's probably the most different stylistically in a lot of ways. And it's it's a very long song. This is a very fast-paced, frenetic band. Yeah, most for a punk band. What the fuck is a six and a half minute I, song I was going to say, because most of their songs are less than three minutes. And then you end mm. on this nearly seven minute track which very even throughout the track it varies we start with the piano the we, ramones and the pistols aren't letting them in the fucking club with that yeah, monstrosity it's not happening <laughs> we, we do get quite a fast frenetic punk uh section of this song and then we end on a, another kind of slow so i actually it's never been my favorite it was funny when i went to re-listen to this album today and i've re-listened to this album millions of times but i did notice that there were about three songs that didn't have the green tick saying that they were in one of my playlists and i was like well that's interesting because they're all songs i really love it was uh move to durham and never leave gin and listerine and so sad so sad which even though i i love those songs apparently i'd never put them in a playlist 
and so sad so sad was the only one where i was like i get this not being in a playlist because it's it's well fucking long <laughs> it's it's lo- it's long yeah <laughs> and, and i still really enjoyed it though on a re-listen um and in fact as soon as i finished this album i put the next one on as well i almost said earlier it's so bizarre they're they're kind of i mean i know they're they're, they're obviously very young but they're kind of punky in in temperament yeah. or punk wannabe um and that's reflected in the song length, except for, and I almost said Gin and Listerine, which is really fucking long. And then I looked at it and it's just under four minutes. Yeah. And I went, maybe I looked at it wrong. But no, it's so sad, so sad. But Gin and Listerine is the one that has, the, the, I mean, from memory, it, it, does anyway, have a lot it has of the variation in it. inside. Yeah, it does. It's the one yeah. that feels like it should be the long one, but it's actually quite tight. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe that's why So Sad, So Sad it didn't kind of resonate as much because it's long, but maybe doesn't have it enough in it to justify the length. dislike it but i just remember listening to it thinking it's kind of an unfortunate note to end an album on that i've where where every song's kind of been yeah noteworthy and then you're ending on the one that's not as much yeah totally fair definitely go and and listen to their next album blisters in the pit of my heart and the the title track from that album ice cream and sunscreen is one of my favorites from them but I'm curious to hear what you think of that album because they're a lot more polished on it. It's mm-hmm. less of that kind of schoolyard <clears throat> feeling and yep. much more like a polished band. But I think that they've just improved their songwriting tenfold on it. So Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, how are you how are you scoring Courting Strong then? You had me scared Ooh. that we were coming in here for like a two a or a three. Fun. I had a lot of fun with those. Every time I sent a message, I thought I should let him down. And then I, I got evil again and I sent another, another gift. But it, it is true though. We're not we're not always going to agree. There's going to be an album at some point that one well, of us I've doesn't yet, like. Well, I'm about to give you one and I'm very nervous about it because I love it to bits. So the shoe's on the other foot now. You can toy with me all week. Um Oh, what am I going to give it? I think I'm a seven. Okay, so not as strong as Guppy, but stronger no, than... No, Gupp, I mean, Guppy, Guppy, as you know, I've bought on vinyl. Yeah. We, as soon as I finished playing this through this afternoon, Ayla said, can I put on Guppy again? <laughs> yeah. um, that's that's now entered the zeitgeist for our family. That's, that's yep. a... You know, it kind of hurts me that I'm avoiding listening to anything more of them. So we just keep... Replaying fucking Guppy on repeat over and over again. Um, yeah, it's it's not 
but, but very few things are going to reach those heights. And I, yeah. I would expect the stuff I'm giving you, very few things are going to, because yeah. my tastes are not your tastes. We're trying to yeah. find things that in our, in our wheelhouse are such exemplars of, of yeah. what we love yeah. that they'll work for someone who has <laughs> yeah. different tastes. So, um, yeah, it's it could be a seven and a half. I, I you know I will keep listening to it. I did. There's I, I enjoyed all the songs, and every time I listen to it, I'm enjoying it more. So yeah, nice. nice. Um, I would say I I like this more than the old ninety sevens album. Yes. Yep. Um, because with the exception of maybe so sad, so sad, there's nothing here that I'll skip when I'm just listening to it myself. Yep. Whereas okay. the old 97s, there's tracks that I fucking really like. Yeah. But there are tracks that I will definitely skip. Yep. Fair like enough. Fucking old Birmingham or whatever it's called. <laughs> God, awful song. And that, that's what we're on the hunt. We are on the hunt for an unskippable album. So, yep. Yeah. All right. So Which what I couldn't you... even achieve with a four-track album. So it's <laughs> what a are fucking you, what hard are you, ask. What are you going to give me next week? All righty. So I almost gave you this, this to you last week, but I wanted to make up for the four tracks by giving you something really <laughs> fucking long. Um, I am giving... I don't know if you would be familiar. There was a short-lived sort of post-punk uh, band called the House Martins in the UK. No. They were around from, a, I want to say, like 85 to 87 or something. Very short-lived. Yep. They had two or three albums, but hugely influential. Yep. And the members went on to do bigger and better things. One of them, Norman Cook, went on to change his name to Fat Boy Slim. Oh, right. Had a few tracks that you probably have heard. Yep. Um, Paul Heaton, the uh, other sort of main singer, and, and others went on and created a band called The Beautiful South. Yes, I know The Beautiful um, South, yeah. Uh, are you familiar with any of their albums? I'm actually not. I know Excellent. of them, and I, I've probably heard a couple of songs... Um, but no, I've never heard of I am giving you their debut album, Welcome to the Beautiful South. Okay. Um, which, if you've heard any of their songs, you may have heard the first track on the album, but probably nothing else. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of their sound. Um, I think you will appreciate, if nothing else, you will appreciate their lyricism because I think they are fabulous Yep. Paul Heaton particularly is a fabulous songwriter. Um, he's been, you know, journalists have dubbed him the, you know, the greatest unsung songwriter in British musical history and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, he's very, very good and very clever with his writing. Um, there are, over their course, they've had rotating sort of guest female singers. Um, yep. So latter albums have different uh, vocalists uh, alongside um Heaton and uh, his name escapes me but the other guy who does the singing um but they are very very clever they are very very British uh, they're <laughs> from Hull um I can't remember if it's Beautiful South or House Martins who dubbed themselves the fourth best band in Hull um <laughs> after three other bands that no one's ever heard of anymore um but yeah they're very very clever um yeah, I won't say any more. Excellent. I'm interested well, I'm, I'm to looking forward think. to it. And I'm going to have um, to start thinking about what album to give <clears> you next week too because I have 
I've got a massive list and I just, I don't know where to go. There's some that I'm like, oh yes, I can't wait to get to that one. But then I'm like, oh. I'm trying, the same, and I'm trying to mix, <laughs> I'm trying to mix it up and not have yep. similar things. That's why I didn't have this straight after resisting calm. Not that similar, but yeah. And, and, you know, I wanted to kind of have something completely different and, yeah. and then come to this and well, I then think I've got I a couple of I'm options gonna... for next time. Yeah. I think but I know what I'm going to give you next. You do because I don't want to put something. I think up that's I'm going to go like with something very, very different. Because so far I've given you two kind of more grungier, heavier albums, and and the alt country, which again leads towards rock. I'm going to give you something softer for sure. But I'm like, in what genre do I go there? <laughs> do I go folk? Hello, do I, do I go a cappella? <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just not sure where to go. <laughs> I'm intrigued to find out. <laughs> All right. I'm intrigued to see what you think of this because. Yes. Um, the ironic, yeah, we weirdly um, call back to my good friend Kylie, who, who I mentioned last time, last episode as well. She introduced me to this album. Yeah, right. When she, okay. when she and my best mate Scott first started living together, when we were all younger and prettier and thinner, um, <laughs> this was on constant rotation. Nice. Um, the first track, and there's a track kind of about murder. Okay. Um, I won't say anymore because you'll <laughs> discover that. Um, that we just thought were the fucking bee's knees when we were that age. And I still do. So there you nice. go. Welcome well, to the beautiful South. Listeners, you can find out the answers to all these questions. Do and I like more. this album? What am I going to give Dave next week? You can find all these answers next week. Catch ya. Catch <laughs> ya.